When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny Venerable. He's Bo Brock on this Tuesday audio-only pod, still unpacking the end results of Eno Benjamin no longer being an Arizona Cardinal, subsequently released on Monday afternoon. The team has yet to make public statements. Bo, we've heard kind of whispers through... Uh, different media sources, the narrative that Eno Benjamin may have blown up on coaches on Sunday. But of course, Eno and his representation are pushing back, saying that's not the case. Mm-hmm. So we're left with this kind of weird gray area that maybe hard knocks will shine light on, but but maybe not. Maybe we'll never have a solution to why this took place when it did. Yeah, the hard knocks angle is interesting because J.J. Watt told us last Friday that, you know, there's no hiding from those cameras. And, and it's mm-hmm. You know, we talked to uh, Steve Trout, one of the directors that, you know, that all 32 teams went w- are, are up for this. And it's a it's a behind the scenes look and, and kind of a not raw. Obviously, there's directors for a reason and they try to tell the best story possible. And if, if there's anything that that was said between Eno and, and, and kind of paints a picture of this organization or what happened to, that led to his release. I, I wouldn't be shocked if we see it probably not this week, but, but next week is this is kind of, they're going to tomorrow night on Wednesday, they're going to go through the week that was the preparation for the game in Los Angeles against the Rams where they won 27, mm-hmm. 17 Buda Baker, obviously is going to be a big part of that storyline. And then of course your quarterback uh, position Kyler Murray dealing with the hamstring and Colt McCoy and how he prepared for that, how he prepared to have a successful game. I, I think as far as the Eno Benjamin thing is, as we kind of recap this, because I think Eno Benjamin is somebody that, albeit a, a great story, uh, as far as how much we talk about it, it probably ends with this episode, don't you think, John? I mean, unless yeah. it's something uh, sens- sensational leaks out and I don't think it is I think it's pretty much what's been reported from Kyle Odegaard what his agent told our guy Howard Balzer over at gophnx.com Drew Rosenhaus and what Josh Weinfuss reported after Eno was released as far as when he was kind of told about his diminishing role the day before on Saturday before the game on Sunday you know I, I don't think that there's much to it but here's here's my I think unpopular opinion um, you know what he brought to the Arizona Cardinals was great, right? It was good. It was, but it's not irreplaceable, right? I mean, what we had from Eno Benjamin, and I think it was, uh, it was definitely boosted by him starring in Arizona State. I mean, he was, he was mm-hmm. a serviceable backup. He was a good return man, not dynamic. You know, he approached everything the correct way with the correct attitude. He practiced hard. He showed up for everything that he needed to show up for. He, he approached it exactly as a seventh round pick needed to, to stay in a roster and, and make and push for playing time on a, in, on a depth chart. Uh, you know, e- even with the report of somebody that was upset about his diminishing role and, and complaining about, you know, playing time after a win, 
I, I think that you could also make the case that he's a good teammate. You know, I, I don't think that's that's going to overrule all the good things that he did. But it is, at the end of the day, as a seventh-round pick, as somebody that had to scratch and claw for everything, after a win, to, it's a tough look to complain about your role. I mean, it doesn't discount. It doesn't discredit what he's put in. And there's, there's no doubt about it, but you know, he's a backup at best and you have to kind of not buy into the hyperbole uh, from, you know, this off season about he's RB one and stuff, because I think he kind of bought in too much to, to when a guy like James Conner, who signs a three year $21 million deal is given the keys as the bell cow and for him to kind of push back on that. And then probably, and then some, you know, this is something that this league, the, the business side of it is very ugly, but I don't disagree with it. Well, I, for me, like if, if there was a blow up on Sunday and it was on, Eno, I, I would, I don't think the Cardinals would have any problem showing that because it's just like, Hey, everybody look for people who are ridiculing us of how we took care of this. You know, Eno was, you know, disrespectful or it just wasn't the time and place. Um, I would say it, you know, I would push back on the people that think that they'll deliberately kind of take that out. We had, you know, our, our guy Steve on last week uh, of NFL films and basically saying like, everything's on the table. And I, I would think that would make the Cardinals look better if, you know, had a blow up, but it's very unlike, you know, and I think that that is why we're getting a lot of these mixed signals. This is not who he was as a person dating back to his time at Arizona state and, I mean, like James Conner went into this camp as RB1 and now he's healthy again. And this is his backfield. But I, you could argue like I did on yesterday's showboat. Like I don't, I don't think James Conner is at his best when he's getting 100% of the workload. Now he did look more explosive last week than he had in, in, in weeks prior coming back from that rib injury. But I, I don't know. I think you're playing with fool's goal a little bit that you think that you're going to get through these next seven weeks and not need another capable back. But Maybe they think Keontae Ingram is ready to take take those reins. Maybe they feel like, you know, certainly is replaceable off the street. You know, we're addicted to Twitter and these advanced analytics, and there are a lot of metrics that support Eno Benjamin being better than his usage would indicate. I would say he is very much of a Chase Edmonds mold where if, if put in the right role, he will thrive. But he's not, you know, somebody that needs 25, 30 touches a game. He is an NFL complimentary back and the Cardinals probably thought we can find this again, whether it's next spring, whether that's next March and free agency, you know, I, you probably make an argument if Daryl Williams was healthy right now and, and they had James Conner, you know, healthy throughout the first start of the season, Eno wouldn't have gotten any touches probably. So it's, it's the circumstances kind of dictated this. Maybe it created a false sense of, you know, I don't know, seniority in Eno's mind, but I, I'm not going to knock a guy because he thinks he's, you know, going to perform if he gets an opportunity. But like you mentioned, you have to have this, you have to have that self-awareness to not blow up on coaches, which is supposedly what he did. Well, I think that you have to, you can empathize with somebody like that and sympathize with somebody like that, because I think everybody and their profession has been there before for the most part. If, yeah. if you failed a job, and you've bided your time, you've put in the work, and you've been overpassed for either, you know, a big role, a promotion, you know, a boost in salary, and, you know, somebody, uh, you know, either supersedes you or is ahead of you, and, and you speak up about it, you know, often, if, if you're somebody that they view as, as replaceable, 
you know, they're not, they're going to some either just slap your hand or they're going to let you a walk or get rid of you. And you know, it's, it, it's, it's very different. And I think you, you did a good job of pointing this out on, on Monday's episode. Uh, you can check out on YouTube now, of course, wherever you find podcasts about, you know, seven, he's still a seventh round pick. And so, so you can't really run from that. I mean, there's some guys that, that can, can, you know, guys like obviously Brady 199th overall, it plays the quarterback position guys like Richard Sherman at times, you know, was a fifth round pick guys who are day three picks you know, it's, it's very tough to shake that you have to be like a constant contributor. And when you look at the landscape of the NFL, you know, what position do, do most teams feel like they can just, they can find players to fill that position running back. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, this was not a guy that was just killing it in, in the return game. This wasn't a guy. I mean, he was a great story. He was an easy guy to root for but at the end of the day. You know, if, if he's ruffling the feathers, if, if he's being, any bit of a uh, distraction, you know, I, I can't, you know, I, I don't like the move to just outright re- release them. But when, when you're trying to at four and six, figure out who's with you and who's completely bought in somebody complaining about the role after a loss, that's, that's tough to, that's tough to, you know, for, for me to go forward with. Make him inactive, you know, teach him a, a quote unquote lesson that way. But I, I don't know. I mean, it's, they not must... it's not, it's not a guy who was violent, you know, I, I it, Cam Akers was what a third round pick, you know, it's, yeah. and that's the difference. Had Eno been a third round pick, yeah. he's not getting cut. Sure. He was a seventh round pick that I think a lot of people thought the Cardinals did him a favor by drafting him. So he wouldn't go undrafted. I mean, they had a late seventh round pick and it's like, let's take a local product, you know, and sometimes teams do that. That's not uncommon. Um, you know, so again, use the Andy Isabella comparison, but his time is done with the Cardinals bow and, and we move forward. We do. And uh, look, if you're having trouble with this move, <laughs> I think that uh, we've got something that you can maybe help yourself out with. Take, uh, take your mind off it. Obviously our great partnership continues with our friends over at OG's OG's brands, of course, Arizona's original cannabis kitchen. They've got uh, all the great products that you know and love, including their sleep time gummy it's unbelievable. It's a game changer. What that is, it's uh, it helps you get to sleep, which is probably half the battle, and then staying asleep, which is the next part of that. OGs has figured it out with their gummies, their incredible line of gummies. It it's, doesn't just stop at the sleep time. You've got all the delicious flavors as well that are going to do different things for you than than just put you to sleep. They can also enhance whatever it may be that uh, you're looking for a night on the town or just hanging out, maybe watching some movies. You got the creams, you got the fruits, you got the uh, the race the minis you got the sleep edition you got it all over at ogs and you got ogs here with us at phnx for the foreseeable future we just inked a long-term deal and there's no just surprise release between us and ogs ogs is just going to drop phnx and phx we're not going to drop them because they're a primetime player check out more about their products at ogsbrands.com that's ogsbrands.com follow them on instagram as well you can find them at your local dispensary got to be 21 years or older and we are less than a week now from the world cup and we are going to host some incredible watch parties for the world cup for both the u.s and mexico world cup teams enjoy beer specials giveaways guest appearances and more three dollar kilt lifters and three dollar wow wheat pints great beer great atmosphere got the games on the tv i'm sure they're going to have that 20 foot screen fired up u.s and mexico rosters recently dropped go look at those 
get even more giddy for this World Cup. It's less than a week away. We're teaming up with Four Peaks, hosting all the U.S. and Mexico World Cup matches. You can find a place to register for those watch parties at Fourth Street, eight, Fourth Peaks, Eighth Street Pub here in the podcast show notes. Check that link. Register for free. Get your spot at all those watch parties today. As we're doing the show, not breaking news, but probably notable. You guys will know this by the time this podcast drops. Eno has a new home. He was claimed off waivers by Bo, the team that had the number one waiver claim priority, the Houston Texans. So good luck to Eno Benjamin working with Damian Pierce uh, out in Houston. Uh, and that tandem backfield, uh, a lot of losing in routes, I would assume. But maybe he gets an opportunity. Uh, so Eno Benjamin officially gone, not practice squad eligible because he's not on the Cardinals. He is on the Houston Texans. Have to so, look at it, but uh, I'm sure Damian Pierce, you know, you would think you just wait it. You'd probably get more playing time next to James Conner than you would with, with Damian Pierce, who's a fresh leg rookie running back who's taken the league by storm this year. Uh, you got to imagine kind of similar role, more of a special teams guy, glue guy, good teammate. Um, but yeah, the best to, to, you know, Benjamin, you know, talk about opportunity. You can go down there in Houston. He's a, he's a Texas native. Did you mention that? I mean, that, that's probably something good for, you know, go back to another familiar place. And, um, you know, I, I'm not as concerned about the running back depth going forward. I think like, I know you're not, you said yesterday on the show that you're like, you can get through the next seven weeks. You've got seven um, games. You've got James Conner. Uh, you've, you've got, who doesn't have mileage on his legs. He's, he had it on his ribs and it seems like he's, he's completely healed from that. And then you've got, uh, Keonta Ingram who's fresh. Um, and then, you know, if you need to dip into the practice squad, you got Corey Clement and look, don't take this as a knock on Eno Benjamin, but I think Corey Clement could probably do the same stuff that, that Eno Benjamin could do. I really do. And, and I, I mean, but he doesn't have the backstory. He doesn't have the things that you're like, man, I want to root for him because you just know him from his time really in Philly. I he, would like to see how many teams put a waiver claim in on Eno. We might have that information too by the time we go Thursday's show and that will add fuel to the fire. Bo is is ready to move on, as am I. <laughs> Good luck to Eno. Uh, so from Public Enemy, they did. Public Enemy number one is now, well, was Kyle, or excuse me, Cliff Kingsbury, I would I guess it's Kyler Murray now. I, I say that because I'm I pulled up a tweet that you and I were tagged in from uh, a, a listener, which we appreciate. This comes from Marcus, uh, and it's right below a Jason McIntyre uh, little tw- uh, tweet, a quote from his podcast on Fox Sports Radio, and it says nobody in Arizona, nobody is happy in Arizona. They don't like their QB, as Cliff Kingsbury alluded to, that loves to get there late and leave early. And then he says, Kyler Murray doesn't respect Cliff Kingsbury. Um, And this is all to say Cardinals are an eight-point underdog on Monday Night Football against the San Francisco 49ers in Mexico City. We don't know who's going to play quarterback. We don't know who's practicing on Wednesday. We'll have more tomorrow. Um, But we do know that we have a fan base. I think that is, if it's not split on Kyler Murray, it's getting closer. There were people that came out of the woodwork this week, Bo, that I didn't expect that were mm-hmm. very much in the camp of you need to sit Kyler Murray, which to <laughs> yeah. me is laughable. It's kind of a joke, but the, you 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 deserve an opinion. And you, if you think that way, uh, you know, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong for thinking that way. It's not something I agree with, but I mean, Colt McCoy, the offense looked better on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, 
there's the old cliche that sometimes the most liked person uh, is the backup quarterback on most teams. And that's usually because he doesn't see the playing field and, and the, the starter usually is, is kind of thrown in the flames and is up for criticism. A lot of criticism. It's the toughest position to play in all of sports. So when you're the guy that's kind of on the sideline holding the clipboard, um, it, it's a little bit easier job. But then when the, that guy's name is called upon and he performs like Colt McCoy has now done him three or four games, uh, it, it's tough to hide from if you're Kyler Murray. I mean, it, there, there's proof that, you know, all, all the, you know, awful things about Cliff Kingsbury and his play calling, you know, are kind of put to rest for a full week. And people really can't argue with that. You know, this offense, the, the game plan was, was solid and it was, it was effective and Colt McCoy ran it to near perfection as far as what, you know, what we've kind of known this, to see with Colt. Um, yeah, this is, it, it's got, you know, Kyler Murray can go one of two ways with this. He can, he can let it fuel him and, 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 uh, and really have him kind of focus on what he needs to focus on and, and take from Colt McCoy's performance and, and incorporate it in his own, as far as the pre-snap stuff and the preparation that goes with that and, and distributing the football and getting rid of the football instead of trying to make a big play and play some somewhat of a, a hero ball. Uh, that That's the, that's the hope, right? But, or he could just go back there and, and run his the offense like he has and, and continue to make the same kind of mistakes that he's he that that turned into an ineffective offense for for the most part of, of nine weeks, Johnny. Yeah, and you know it's frustrating for me because I I know Kyler Murray gives this team the best chance to win. And I did think after the contract got signed, whether you, you think Cliff is the answer or not, it felt good to know Kyler Murray's gonna be in the fold and that you have to worry about this kind of thing. And I thought the trade rumors would go away and you know, they can't trade them conceivably, but that doesn't stop people saying, get them out of here. I mean, we had a very vocal half of our chat, a, a minority in our chat on, on Sunday's post game. It's get rid of Kyler Murray. It's over for Kyler. I don't respect him. And it's, it's disappointing that you sign a guy for a contract that your, your organization has never been in a position to do to sign a player to this large of a deal. And we're 11 weeks in, 10 weeks in and it, people are ready to bail on him. And again, I wouldn't just remind everybody it was a different time, but he, he picked this franchise up off the depths and, and raised the standard. Now he has to raise his own individual standard, but I, I think even Colt McCoy would tell you like physically it's not close, you know, gifts that he has been given and, and what he's able to do with this team when he's right, puts them in a position to win and be favored in, against just about anybody. But yeah. when he's not right and he looks like he has kind of middling for the first 10 weeks of the season, nine weeks of the season, then when you get somebody who kind of stabilizes things like Colt did on Sunday, it's refreshing. But Colt McCoy, and I'll say this again, stretch out over 17 weeks is not a winning formula. It's, right. it's, it's not. This is, this is something that I will bang my head against the wall when I see people argue the fact that Colt McCoy, even with all the weapons the Cardinals have, like he would get exposed. There's yeah. a reason that he got bailed on by Washington and Cleveland. I mean, those are dumpster fire franchises, but I mean, Kyler Murray gives you an edge every time he takes the field. And I, I like their chances more on Monday night football with Kyler Murray than Colt McCoy, even Kyler Murray, who is slightly compromised. And I'm, I'm with you. Like if, if Kyler Murray is not going to come out now, guns a blazing, ready to prove everybody wrong and to make everybody eat it. That's really kind of been on his case since the end of last year, when is it going to be that right time? And, right. you know, now we're getting reports that 
maybe Hollywood Brown's going to practice this week on his Instagram. He posted kind of a cryptic, uh, you know, photo of him, like ready to go back to work. Like, wouldn't that be something if, if he entered the lineup on Monday night football and there's K one and Hollywood and Deandre Hopkins and now Rondell Moore, who's playing well, it gets me, it gets me fired up for game time. And yeah. speaking of game time, the game time app is where you can save up to 60% on tickets. When you buy last minute, it's the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the show description. We're gearing up. You can buy tickets for on game time for Mexico City if you're in the area. But, of course, if you're looking ahead to that next home game against the L.A. Chargers, I don't want to see, you know, baby blue as much as I love those Charger journey jerseys at State Farm Stadium. I want to see red and white. I want to see us showing support for this team. And, hell, they win this game. I'll tell you right now, they're on a little bit of a hot streak. And I, I like their chances. They win Monday night against the – the uh, San Francisco 49ers, the darling of the NFC, as Vegas would tell you, with that gross minus eight line. Uh, I think they'll beat the Chargers at home, and you want to see it up close and personal, saving 60% on the Game Time app. It's uh, one of my favorite apps that we have. And, and speaking of favorite apps, Underdog Fantasy, uh, if you're if you're somebody like me who gets drawn on with the monotony of week-to-week fantasy, um, you draft players, you get saddled with them all season. This is somebody who... Unfortunately, drafted Cam Akers in our fantasy football league. It's refreshing to use the Underdog Fantasy app. You, you draft with your friends every every Sunday, every Monday, every you know when we get to Saturday football, Thursday night football. The highest scoring squads for that night win whole cold hard cash. And if you don't win, you move on and you live to fight another day. Get this: draft six NBA players, no positional limits, and that's it. It's fantastic. Uh, hires and lowers. It's really easy to get started. If you haven't used Underdog Fantasy yet, go to the Underdog Fantasy app or check them out at underdogfantasy.com. Sign up with promo code PHNX and get this. Underdog Fantasy is going to match your first deposit up to $100. If you're not in on weekly fantasy, on Underdog Fantasy, what are you doing? Get in on the action today, Bo. Yeah, Kyler Murray set to talk today. His press conference, weekly press conference. Uh, last week, Nobody was aware that Kyler Murray was dealing with the hamstring injury. We didn't have the the video evidence that we got to watch firsthand on Hard Knocks. So when we talked to Kyler Murray, you know, if, unless somebody wanted to just ask him a vague question about just where he was physically for that, you know, at this point in the season, which I wanted to ask him and I never did because I'm a coward. <laughs> Um, because I don't know why it didn't, uh, there was, there was a lot of questions as far as just the direction of his team. They were just coming off the the Seahawks loss. And there was a lot of questions about that game and going forward and and what's to play for and how do they fix things? And it just kind of got lost. And the next thing you know, we've got Kyler Murray didn't practice that day in a walkthrough and then he's on the injury report with a hamstring. And now it sounds like the team pretty much prepped with Colt McCoy with the idea that he's likely going to start. We get the opportunity to ask Kyler, later today about or Wednesday, you know, where he is physically, you know, how much, how much of a chance can he get? But like I said, on Monday, I think that this is going to look a lot and sound a lot like last year where he was dealing with the ankle injury. Um, and, and we're not going to get true clarity until Monday night when they take the field in Mexico city. So uh, just kind of advance that story a little bit. We'll see if we can get an update on Colt McCoy, but you know, the, the it, it's tough Guys, I mean, I know our audience doesn't really care about it, but, you know, we're sitting there in the press room. We talked to Cliff Kingsbury about Zach Ertz and, and Eno Benjamin. 
And then a half hour, we get a completely different story and report, you know, Eno's released and, and Zach is pretty much done for the year. You can only kind of take what, what he says with a, with a grain of salt. And you know, that it is what it is. And, uh, it's just, it's tough as far as people who want to know like where this team is roster wise and who's available and who's not available. Uh, Cardinals may not be honest, but this podcast sure as hell is. Uh, and you can trust that. Uh, will we trust that Kyler Murray is, is saddled up and playing? Well, Bo, Bo and I thought he was going to play on Sunday. And then mm. as we got closer and closer, and there was that report that Colt McCoy and company had gotten a bunch of tickets for family. Can we get a passport watch for a lot of Colt McCoy's family to see if they renewed a bunch of their passports to see if he's going to play on Monday Night Football? Uh, I don't like the Cardinals chances without Kyler Murray, you know, LA, they're a faltering team. They're fraudulent. Hopefully it's the end of their quote unquote, you know, run of success and they blow it up. The Niners are a real team. And as much as we all like to laugh at Jimmy Garoppolo, cause it's hilarious. They have real players and the Cardinals need the best version of Kyler Murray, the Kyler Murray that, you know, went into, you know, Levi stadium or whatever the hell it's called. And in week one, when they were the defending NFC champion and lit them up in 2020 with Deandre Hopkins, that's what we need from K one. And I think we can, have the best of both worlds with this Colt McCoy, you know, Cliff Kingsbury revised offense and mix, mixing in what K1 does best. And his explosiveness is a game changer. And yes, yeah, sometimes it, it hurts you to a fault, you know, holding on to the ball too long, taking sacks. But uh, I want my best players on the field when I'm taking on a team that a lot of people feel like is going to be in the big picture of the NFC title game. And, and I want to see where the barometer is with a team like San Francisco, who the Cardinals have won three of four against, including sweeping them last year mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things. But you can bet on this game right now on DraftKings. It's unfortunate the line is as big as it is, minus eight. I wonder if that's Vegas kind of waiting to see if Colt McCoy is going to play, if Kyler's healthy enough to go. Um, but, man, do they love the 49ers. And listen, you, you do what you want with your money, but I'm, I'm telling you right now, I, I think we get another spirited performance by the Cardinals not saying they're going to win outright but eight points is a lot and you can bet on it and the NBA on DraftKings new customers can make any five dollar NBA money line bet get two hundred dollars if your team wins download the DraftKings Sportsbook app use that promo code PHNX that's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details Bo. yeah you know the Niners the juggernaut that's beaten up on LA as well and and then beat a Chargers team that's that's not at full strength, but yeah, what a what a wagon! They they've really turned it around since dropping, getting blown out by the Chiefs and losing handily to the Atlanta Falcons. It's it's unreal what's going, <laughs> what happens year in and year out, and and just the bandwagon that they create. But yeah, it's uh, the Cardinals have, have signed Richard Coward off the practice squad to the active roster real quick. Just a little news and notes: they record re- released Tristan Vescaino. He's no longer with the team and then re-signed Michael Dogby to the practice squad as before we get out of here. But uh, more news and notes, you want it, you can find it. Go phnx.com. Our guy Howard Balls are churning out great content, including an in-depth look at the Eno Benjamin release, news from an insight from his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, and also just an in-depth look at the snap counts, plus your game recap, everything you want. Go phnx.com. Of course, sign up using the code Howard. Help out our good friend Howard Balls are doing all that great work. Check us out on Wednesday. We got a double header of content for you. 4 p.m. PHNX Cardinals Live. Myself, Bo Brock. We continue to break down the latest. Kyler Murray, Colt McCoy, who's going to start. And then it's PHNX Cardinals Hard Knocks after dark, immediately following. 
the airing of Hard Knocks, which is 8 p.m. Mountain Time. We go live 9 p.m., breaking it all down. May even have a special guest. Who knows? But until then, be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast For Bo Brock, I'm Johnny Venerable. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.